99 Jams Community Matters. It's your girl, Super Cindy. Good morning, everybody. Don't you feel blessed on this Sunday? Because I surely do. Live in the studio for the Community Matters show, I have the Executive Director of the Black Archives Historic Lyric Theater, Timothy Barber. Good morning, Timothy. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? <laughs> I am wonderful. So we got a lot to talk about because yes. February is a very important month. We get our 28 days, Timothy. Yes, yes, definitely, <laughs> definitely. We got the shortest month of the year, but that's another whole Most topic. celebrated, too. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, so the Lyric Theater is so historic in... Well, first of all, explain to everyone, what is the Black Archives? The Black Archives is a history and research foundation that's mm-hmm. a repository for uh, the manuscripts and photographs that document Black Miami. Uh, everything that exists in Black Miami, it started in the 1977, mm-hmm. and it's documenting that history from 1896 to the present. Where did you guys get, like, the pictures and stuff from 1890-something? Like, someone donated it, or...? Yes, yes. Um, the Black Archives was started by Dr. Dorothy Jenkins Fields mm-hmm. uh, in 1977, and mm-hmm. what she started doing was collecting the history of Black Miami, re- uh, pic- receiving obituaries. She started wow. receiving photographs from families, mm-hmm. personal papers, and all of these documents that are uh, associated with Black life in Miami. That is so amazing, because I know Overtown has such a history. Yes. Every time I interview someone from um, one of the churches in Overtown yes. or an old restaurant or something, the history that they feed me is like amazing. amazing yes. So like anyone can go at any time to go look at these photos. Fo- where are these photos set up? Like where are they? Or like you guys have exhibits. How does yeah. that work? Well, um, the Black Archives, the repository, really mm-hmm. firsthand is we preserve the documents so mm-hmm. that they can exist and uh, go for, on for ages. So we have an archives of vault that we keep these things in and climate control yeah, so as they well. Don't as disintegrate. They, they disintegrate. Yeah, we know that paper is very acidic. Yeah. Uh, for example, for those that are listening that's unfamiliar, but most people are familiar with newspapers. Well, people do yeah. uh, internet now, media, but when, yeah. back in the day you used a newspaper and mm-hmm. you notice if you leave a newspaper out just one day, it turns yeah. brown. Yeah. So that's the acid that's making the paper age and that's what paper is not intended to last for a long time. So You know, it's crazy. I, I had a, a newspaper article one time in the yeah. Herald and I cut it and saved it and put it in like in a Ziploc bag. Yeah. yeah, that was like 10 years ago. I went to it. I'm like, what the? Yeah, yeah you were able I to I didn't realize it. that. I should have went to you guys to no, preserve you, it for me. But, 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 well, but you still preserved it by putting in, you might have put it in a, it's like an acidic form of plastic, <laughs> but uh, you were able to preserve it mm-hmm. and that did help slow down the process. So that's what we do at the Black Archives from that's photographs so to news articles mm-hmm. to people's personal papers uh, so this information can be uh, around for years to come because, uh, again, out of sight, out of mind. If we don't yeah. save these documents, and that's what Dr. Dorothy Jenkins Fields wanted to do, if we don't save these documents for ourselves and our culture, uh, who's going to do it for they us? They can tell us anything, anything. and we go believe what they That's right. They that's say. right. If you don't know where you come from, you'll never know when they're trying <laughs> to take you back. So That's awesome. Yeah. How did you get involved with this? Like, did you study this in school history or something? That's, or? that's a great question. Like, wh- how, um, what's, your, what's your background? Are you from South Florida? Yes. Born and raised mm-hmm. from Alcola from Lake to Miami Central. Hey. You know, hey, that's right. <laughs> so, you know, I grew up in Miami in a, in a city. Mm-hmm. Um, I went off to school first for our engineering, received okay. my engineering degree. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, the interesting thing is once I got my engineering degree, I worked uh, in the engineering field for about three years. And I was mm-hmm. like, I don't want to do it, it no more. <laughs> you know, the money was good, but I just didn't want to do it anymore. Oh, that's, but, that's uh, but majority, I thought I was going to be a lawyer. But mm-hmm. the other thing is I always wanted to march in the Florida A&M University marching band. Hello. And not only marching the band, I wanted to be a drum major. So I was, okay. that's, that's what I wanted to do. So um, I think in 95, I just decided to 
go back to school and I ended up going to Florida A&M, mm-hmm. uh, joining the band. Um, and um, then I just... Was it everything to... you dreamed of? Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, at the time, I was head drum major. You oh, know? so yeah, I know yeah, you had yeah. all when the girls. I finished, all yeah, the girls no, are going no, no, crazy no, no. over you, Tim. No, no, we don't do that. Um, <laughs> Never that. It's about business, you know, when you talk about Florida A&M. Uh, but that's something I want to do. And while mm-hmm. I was doing it, I was expanding my education, got my degree in, in English, and then I went to pursue my master's in history. And it was okay. those professors that Florida and them that really impacted me, the knowledge that mm-hmm. they shared when they talked about the history of people of color, you mm-hmm. know, because coming from the inner city, we didn't see this. You know, yeah. we, we saw uh, uh, the devastation and, and what Channel Current. 7 or yeah, WSBN yeah. used to tell yeah, us. Exactly. You know, they would tell us certain things mm-hmm. and they directed us where we want, they they wanted us to go. Yeah. Uh, so when I saw those professors like Dr. Rivers, uh, mm-hmm. you know, um, Dr. Jackson, and they just had a big impact on me and I, I just felt that I wanted to do history. Felt that it was a, uh, a direction to go. I started hanging out in the archives. And I never knew that there was an archives in Miami. So a lot of time my professors are working on my master's. They would quiz me about Miami history. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't tell them anything about black Miami. <laughs> like, oh. Yeah, we had a beach. We have a beach. Uh, hey, what about, did you know about, oh, we have a beach, you know? Yeah. And so they sent me down to Miami to intern. First they called to Miami and say, hey, you, we got a guy here from Miami that don't know that the archives exist in Miami. Wow. And uh, they put me in touch with Dr. Fields. I came down. I did an internship for a semester. And when I came, I just fell in love with the organization. I fell in love with, with the information, and I was just in awe of the information I didn't know. I didn't know about the DA Dorses. I didn't know about Kelsey Farr. I didn't know about uh, Athlete Range and what they did here. And, and, I just know the park. I don't know the exactly. history. Exactly. And that's that's <laughs> and that's and what happened to us. We, we're we, going to do another show where you inform us on uh, the history of be all awesome. these things, because we're yeah. here to talk about a lot of other stuff, but that's right. I do want to come back and gotcha. talk about the yeah. history yeah, of definitely. Definitely. the parks. Why are the parks named what they're named? We don't even know who they are. Yeah, exactly. And that's mm. what the Black Archives do. And, I and, and, and So when I got connected with the archives. Mm-hmm. My, I wasn't the director. I was an intern at the archives. And, and then you have worked your way up. To be the executive director. High yeah. five. Yeah, clap, it's amazing. Clap. Yeah, it, it was not without uh, blood, sweat, and tears. Uh, hello, but you paid your dues. Yes. So, you know, um, and that's what got me involved. I, I enjoyed uh, the history of Miami. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed the accomplishments of, mm-hmm. of people of color. And one thing I wanted to do was put the black archives to a point where that there's nobody from the in the city or our neighborhoods that wasn't aware of their history. And we're still working to become the forefront. You hear about the other institutions that are along Biscayne Boulevard, mm-hmm. but you don't hear about those small organizations that struggle each day to exist and become known. So this uh, that's why I'm thanking you now for the platform that you're giving us right now, yeah. uh, because this platform allows us to get our voice out, uh, because we don't have all the marketing dollars that we yeah. can get because we're a nonprofit. But, um, but who, how, do you guys have fund rate? Like, how do you raise the money? Do you guys get grants? Like, how do you keep that alive? Like, um, we, we have support. Um, uh-huh. Membership. We drive through membership dollars. Uh, Miami-Dade County gives us a, a, a grant each year. Okay. Um, um, not what we need in terms of sustainability, yeah, of but it's something. It's but never I, what you need. It's but exactly. <laughs> uh, but I'm glad of the relationship that I was able to build with the Southeast Overtown Park West Community Redevelopment Agency, the okay. CRA, for many mm-hmm. years uh, dating back to uh, the former commission that was there, uh, we looked to them to establish a partnership because we are the anchor of this Overtown community, which is the Black Mecca in Miami, uh, and where the Historic Lyric Theater, and I know we'll talk more about the theater later, yeah. um, developed a great partnership with them where they have come on and they each year they have uh, granted us to, to not, sometimes people don't give you everything you need, but they mm-hmm. give you just enough. Enough to make you, it work. Yeah, and you decide whether you succeed you or you fail. Exactly. So I've been gifted with the ability of taking five cents and changing it into a dollar in Hello. terms of making it look 
look like a dollar, not okay. changing it to a dollar. Yeah, but you can dress frugal, but yeah, it looks exactly, expensive, exactly, honey. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so I've been fortunate to do that, mm-hmm. and uh, that's where we've been in with things like that. What a heavy responsibility to be the direct executive director yes. of our history. Like that, do you ever stop and think, like, yo, I'm in charge of making sure that this history stays? <laughs> Hello, yeah. that has been uh, wow a task. Yeah, and and and, and for me, it has been an exciting moment to make sure that our pioneers, mm-hmm. people that have fought in Miami to uh, not only just preserve the history, but then fought for the civil rights of people around Miami. You know, mm-hmm. when you talk about Virginia Key Beach, the Black Beach, when yes. you talk about the Black Hotels, when you talk about the just certain rights that you would think that it comes natural, that these people fought for these rights. The, so, the, the, I, I interviewed someone, not to interrupt yeah. you, about the Playhouse, like in Coconut, Coconut Grove. Grove. Yes, and, yes. Like when you start here, I did an event at Virginia Key Beach before ah. they did the renovation. Okay. So this was years ago. Wow. And that's when I actually learned that that's where the slaves used to baptize them. That was like oh, yeah. the only Church beach baptisms. that yeah. we were allowed to go to. We yes. weren't allowed to go to like where we go Hollover exactly. and all these other we, beaches. We, we run to South Beach every uh, Memorial Day. Yeah, yeah. Beach. yeah. <laughs> exactly. So it's it's amazing when you learn these yeah. stories and yeah. you remember them. And and, and that's yeah. the that's the important side of it. So mm-hmm. to to be the um the person that's making sure this information is preserved at this time and and trying to be a servant to the community to ensure that uh, beyond my children that this information will be here. Yeah. Yes. It's very important. It's very exciting. It's very rewarding. But the biggest component is educating people about that. Um, that it exists uh, and, and that it's exists there. It exists and, and as we... well as preserving their individual history. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people feel that um, they're not important enough. They, My mother or my grandmother was just a washerwoman. Yeah. They, you know, Who my would dad care was about a gen- her Exactly. And that's what uh, people lend us to want to believe that. But their history is just as, as important because blacks were not able to document their history for many, mm-hmm. many years in the United Read States. Or write or anything. Exactly. So, so our history is so sporadic, but what we find at the archives that mm-hmm. if you begin, to, you're able to connect the dots with different families' history, and you mm-hmm. find out aunts and uncles and ancestors through obituaries, through uh, mm-hmm. papers, you know, seeing people at different locations. I would locations. love to see one of the old obituaries. Yes, yeah. It's, what, it's, do they look like the obituaries now? Or yeah, they're pretty much they, like the same. Paper? Uh, uh, they didn't have a picture, right? They some just, of them in the past right? didn't have a picture. You know, they mm-hmm. had a little design on it. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's interesting. We look at a, 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 a one that stands out, of course, is, is the late uh, Oscar Range of Range Funeral Home. His oh, obituary is one of the mm-hmm. oldest ones. One of those ones. You got Kelsey Parr obituaries. You know, people that, that paved the way and, and it's pretty much, it's different and it's unique to look at those things and touch those things. Do we ever exhibit all these things? Like, at what point do we get to see this stuff that you're yes. talking about? Like, because I know you guys yeah. open that vault at least, what, once well, a year? Or? Well, no, no. We, people, researchers are able to come. You're able to come mm-hmm. to the Black Archives. You call and you schedule with our archivists. You can sit down and look through these documents. And a lot of people think about uh, a museum. We're not we're not per, a museum per se. Mm-hmm. We house the information, and every now and then we're able to do an exhibit, a local exhibit. You know, we bring in right. We brought in the Barack Obama exhibit, uh, mm-hmm. and I think it was 2017, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, we brought in Funky Turns 40 exhibit, I believe, mm-hmm. uh, in, in 2017. Barack Obama was 2016, and then uh, at times we display the, the history, you know, and we we do small exhibits inside. That's why our, the importance of expanding the Lyric Theater was being able to have that space because prior to 2014 mm-hmm. the Black Archives used to be housed at the Joseph Caleb Center mm-hmm. and there was not a lot of space there yeah. uh, to to even document uh, to show anything yeah. um, but um, I thought it was very important when I came on that when people donate a lot of people want to see their picture on the wall they want to see their plaque they want to see mm-hmm. their grandmother's heirloom you know yeah. so we try to find ways every now and then to highlight through some of the programming that we do like the brown bag lunch program mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. uh, brown, brown Bag Lunch series yeah. uh, where we highlight certain collections that, you know, did you know type collections where people are able to take their lunch break and come down and sit and talk to our archivists and learn about uh, different collections. And uh, that is that is one. Well, since you just spoke yes. about one of the events, let's get let's break down the whole okay. um, Black History Month, the month of February. The Black Archives Historic Lyric, Lyric Theater has lots of events yes. going on. The first event that I am honored to announce mm-hmm. is an, an event that I'm involved in. That's right. So on Friday, February 1st, the Lyric Live All-Star Show. Yes. Now, yes. I know Cello hosts your monthly, right? Yeah, Lyric host, Live. Yes. So he's hosting it yes. again, the Lyric Live All-Stars. All-Star and what is the Lyric Live All-Stars? Like all the champions of every exactly. month? Exactly. So Lyric Live, we're in our fifth season. This is our fifth season. Yeah, yeah. We started the show in 2014 as mm-hmm. a way to get people to come back to Overtown, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and enjoy history at, at the Historic Lyric Theater. Mm-hmm. Uh, so every month we have what you call the Lyric Live, where we showcase amateurs. It's similar if you're familiar with Apollo, yeah. where if you like the person, you cheer. If you don't Do we like them. have a Sandman? Them, oh, yeah. Well, well our, our Sandman <laughs> is the Junkanoo. A, a, oh, a, a authentic, Junkanoo yes, a, authentic Bahamian Junkanoo band. <laughs> Showtime Junkanoo. That's a shout out plug to them. Uh, if you don't do good, instead of you seeing a Sandman, the Junkanoo will usher you off the stage. Play, play you know? your butt right what, off the Exactly. It's like with a Miami <laughs> flavor. Yeah. So each month we do this event. Uh, mm-hmm. We do it monthly, every first Friday, Lyric Live. And what we do it for the All-Star Show, we come together every February and bring all of the winners from the past mm-hmm. months for that season. And they go head to head to see who takes the crown as the Lyric Live All-Star. So, That's huge. Yeah. So we, I'll be a judge. Yes. It's happening Friday, February 1st, 8 p.m. I'm going to advise all the listeners right now, grab a pen, because yes. we're breaking down all the events in the month of February happening with the Black Archives yes. and the Historic Lyric Theater. So, again, Friday, February 1st, 8 p.m., Lyric Live All-Star mm-hmm. Show happening at the Lyric Theater in Overtown. Yes. I will be a celebrity judge. Yes, yes. Kent Jones will Kent be a Jones, celebrity judge. Yes. Zoe Dollars. Zoe Dollars, and, my brother, will be yeah, a celebrity judge. And DJ Trap House. And DJ Trap House. Yes. So, that should be exciting. Yes. But I'm trying to think, should I be like Simon, mean, or should I be Paula Abdul? Nice. Nah, you could be mean. You could be mean. <laughs> he like... trying to make me be mean, y'all. Okay? I don't know if I have the nerve to be mean. Yes. But I'll be honest. I'll, I'll be honest in a nice way if they... That's what we want you to do. I will do yes. my best. And then the following day after that... Saturday, February 2nd, is a Cultural Heritage Expo. Yes. Explain that. Well, we decided this year that, you know, what the Lyric Theater, being the oldest theater, 1913, in Miami, built by a black man, Jeter mm. Walker, uh, the reason we moved the black archives there, what we wanted to do was create this mega system. So we get Black History Month, like you mentioned, it's the shortest month, 28 yeah. days. Mm-hmm. We wanted to create a space where all black organizations can showcase uh, an expo at the Lyric Plaza, where people can come that first weekend of Black History Month and learn about these places so that they can schedule to go there later on in the month. Mm. So a lot of times people are unaware what our, what our historic organizations, what our black organizations do. But trying to get everybody to a local point so that you can learn about it, so that you can go and support. You know, not, if you don't can't go during Black History Month, you can go sometime later during the on, year. Yeah. Exactly. And we felt that that was very important that we bring all our organizations like uh, Hampton House, Virginia Key Beach, Girl mm-hmm. Power, uh, different places, uh, people, the, the um, Fantasy Theater, mm-hmm. all of these people have 
that would be there, and you can kind of talk to them. You can get their card. You can get some information and on their organization. On. Exactly. Get and the, I see here that chair chairwoman um, elect Audrey M. Edmondson yes, is going to be there. Yes. Well, every uh, Black History Month, we decided to kick off Black History Month with the chairman of Miami-Dade County Commissioner, okay. Audrey Edmondson. So what we do is with this event is this is her kickoff weekend for mm-hmm. Black History. Um, we do this in partnership with her because she was very instrumental in getting Lyric Theater open. Uh, I can tell you the horror stories, you know, mm. of getting this theater. It's difficult to get this theater done, but she supported me all the way through it. And the interesting thing that she does is she support and she don't ask for anything back. Hello. And you, that's, you know, not to cut you off, yes. I used to have, um, well, I have my nonprofit, but I used mm-hmm. to do a, an annual event. Yes. And I used to do it at the Joseph Caleb every year. And wow. then one year I went to the Lyric Theater okay. and did it there. Wow. I have pictures and everything. Those I are throwback pictures. pictures for real. They I'll should be in you. the archives, yes. That you, must be time before my time. I will be able to be in the archives? Yes, of course. Yes. OMG, y'all. Yeah, yes. Okay, I I'm was, smiling. I'm cheesing. Yeah, okay. I was looking at a throwback <laughs> video of you. Uh, uh, oh, you you were auditioning for MTV. So, yes, <laughs> that information needs to be archived. So when oh, you're cool. gone, people will remember who you were. Wow, yeah. I never thought that I Not to interrupt you, but go ahead. Tell me about it. Yeah. <laughs> no, so I had my, and Audrey Edmondson was the one who helped me. Wow, wow, amazing. So, yes. Awesome. Yes. All right, so let's go. You already discussed, well, mm-hmm. okay, again, on Saturday, February 2nd, the Cultural Cultural Heritage Expo, yes. 10 a.m. to 5 p.m., face painting of um, Expo of Cultural Institutions, like yes. he just said. And there also be vendors yes. and 7 p.m. film screening. Yes, the film screen is very important. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're doing movies on the plaza. So bring oh. your lawn chair, bring your foldable chair. Mm-hmm. We are going to have a big screen up. We're going to review The Wiz with Michael Jackson, oh, Diana Ross so on cool. a big screen under the stars. Uh, it's free. These events are free. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're also going to screen uh, all together Black Panther. Oh. Black History Month. So Wakanda we're excited. Forever, y'all. Exactly. <laughs> Commissioner never, hasn't seen no, I don't know if I tell you, she hasn't seen Black Panther so she's looking no. forward. Yeah, she's looking forward to doing oh. it. Uh, so we're excited to be able to do this and come together and just have a nice event. You How know, awesome. A family fun exactly. day out. Family friend. And then you already discussed the Brown Bag Lunch yes. Series. What is that again? Well, the Brown Bag Lunch Series again is when you can come and learn about different collections in the archives. You mm-hmm. know, so the archivist is there. She'll have certain select topics out just to give you information about oh, cool. what we do and how we do it. And it happens at 12 noon uh, okay. on, on uh, these days. I, I, it's scheduled, a series of them scheduled, so I invite you to go to our uh, Facebook page at Black Archives Historic Lyric Theater to learn more about the Brown Bag It's lunch a weekly series. series, and you bring yes. your own lunch. And you sit down you and you enjoy and have conversation. That's right. That's I right. love that. Yes. And then on Friber- Fri- Friday, Friday, February 8th, yes. is the Historic D.A. Dorsey House VIP opening at That's 7 right. p.m. What yes. is that? The Historic Dorsey House. You've heard that mm. name before. Yes. D.A. Dorsey Skill yeah. Center and D.A. Dorsey Library. Uh, the Black Archives own the Dorsey House, mm-hmm. uh, his, his house that was built in the 1920s. It's a wood-based house. Uh, they they uh, restored the house or rebuilt the, a replica of the house in the mm-hmm. 1990s, late mm-hmm. 90, early 90s. And over the years with hurricanes and, and the, the, the climate and, and stuff like that, the house began to deteriorate. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we had to close the house. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we got a, a grant from the CRA, the Southeast Overtown Parkway CRA, mm-hmm. to do some restoration work to it. Mm-hmm. And so um, we're opening up. the, the We finished. Yes, we're going to open up with a private wow. event on Friday for mm-hmm. the donors because not only did the CRA do this, but there were many people that went into their pockets and gave mm-hmm. us money to help mm-hmm. us finish the restoration. And uh, the house has never been really a museum. So we're opening up with the history of D.A. Dorsey, his life. It? Yes, yes. Oh, how awesome. So, yeah, definitely. So we're going to have an event for the donors that Friday evening and then mm-hmm. Saturday morning open up free to the public. Oh, Please awesome. go. You have to get registered. 
because it, we want to make sure everybody's it's not a large house, so we got to limit yeah. the number of people can go in at a time. All you have to do is go online to Eventbrite, uh, Dorsey House Museum at Eventbrite, and get okay. your registration and select your time that you will come by and see. The and house. it's open to the whole family. Like it's open kids, free, everybody? free kids. Everybody can come by How and cool. actually walk through the house. D.A. Dorsey was the first black millionaire in Miami at one time. Mm. He owned Fisher Island. Uh, yes, yes, he was in 1918. He owned Fisher Island, uh, and this was a black man. Mm. So uh, this is an opportunity to walk through his house and uh, just kind of get to learn about him a little bit more. Back then, were houses? Is it a big house or is it small? Like it's, it's a fairly, you know, for that, for time, that time, Victorian style big. vernacular Ooh, home. You know, it's three bedroom, two stories. Okay, uh, that'll you know, work yeah. back then. Yeah, it's a really nice house. I, I really like it. I, mm-hmm. I said that if, if uh, it reminds me of the White House. I said that if uh, <laughs> if the Black Archives ever, you know, had had a housing for the executive mm-hmm. director, I could live there. You okay. know, it's nice. It's really hey, nice. Hey, yeah. tent, right? Yes, right. <laughs> of course. And then after that, Sunday, February tenth is Icons with Marvin Ellis at yes. three p.m. What yes. is that? Uh, Icons is an opportunity for us to learn about certain people in our community. Uh, mm-hmm. First, Icons was uh, interviewing. It's like a coffee table conversation, sort of mm-hmm. like what we're doing now. Yeah. Uh, we hosted Dr. Fields, who was the founder. Uh, the second Icons was uh, Garth Reeves of Miami Times newspaper. Okay. Uh, this one is with Marvin Ellis. This is the third installation, and this mm-hmm. is where we talk about Marvin Ellis. Marvin Ellis is a pioneer again, in Miami. Family, I think, comes from Bahamas. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's uh, a native of this area. Uh, he does a lot with uh, documenting uh, Haitian culture in Miami. He, mm-hmm. he has a collection at Tulane University. He also has a photographic collection <laughs> here in Miami at the Black Archives. Mm-hmm. But not only that, Marvin Ellis is a uh, genealogy expert in the sense where he uh, is able, he documents and he'll talk about how he documents his family history. He has been able to track his family history from today all the way back to slavery. Whoa. And he's going to talk about ways to do that. When people talk about DNA and learning mm-hmm. about their life and their history, uh, Marvin Ellis has been a champion for that. So we'll have oh, a conversation with Marvin Ellis. I love that show yeah. on PBS that shows the genealogy. Exactly, exactly. Oh my God, I would love to exactly. do that. Definitely. And so then after that is on Thursday, February 14th, um, is Neighborhood Reunion. Yes. So it's Coconut Grove, Fireside Chat with current and past residents of yes. Coconut Grove. The yeah. history. Exactly, exactly. Wow. So what we're trying to establish, and we have another one as well on February 9th, okay. uh, which is our community day on February 9th. Um, oh, I skipped yes. it. I'm sorry. It's fine. No, it's not a, not a problem because it ties right in. Okay. Uh, that would be like a neighborhood reunion, come back mm-hmm. to Overtown. People have moved away from Overtown, yeah. but it's an opportunity to come back. It's community day. It's a free event. Uh, there'll be face painting. There'll be uh, vendors and, and music and fun, as well as GMCVB, our partner, mm-hmm. the Multicultural Tourist, the Tourism Department. Mm-hmm. Uh, we host a free Black History Tour on mm-hmm. board a bus where we um, I, I host a tour and with GMCVB, you'll be able, if you register, you can get on a bus and we're going to tour different locations. Uh, so, And then you have a, a panel that will talk about the history of Overtown, what existed, to learn about it. And then fast forward to the next weekend, we'll invite panelists that from the Coconut Grove area. Because mm-hmm. there's always an argument between Overtown and Coconut Grove, yeah. who came first. Who came, yeah. But we know Coconut Grove, Bahamians did settle there way before mm-hmm. uh, Overtown was established and the city of Miami was established. That's so, why the Goombe uh, Festival used to be exactly, Coconut Grove. Exactly, I the Goombe exactly. Festival. <laughs> so that's what we'll do. We'll bring back with these neighborhood reunions. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll find ways to bring people back and just discuss it because the first change is when you address what yeah, has existed. Yeah, speak about exactly. it. Speak it into exactly. existence. That's right. Outward. That's right. If you keep it in your brain, it'll stay there yes. forever. Yes. All right. And so then on Thursday, February 21st, Knowing Your Roots Workshop. Yes. What is that? And that is by appointment. I see here. Yes, yes. Definitely by that? appointment. Again, the archivist is trying to reach out to people that are interested in history, you mm-hmm. know, and have one-on-one sessions to talk about archiving 
helping to talk about how do you collect your family history mm-hmm. or how do you preserve it. And I'm going to be honest with you, um, being a director, for I've been with the archives for over 16 years. Okay. And uh, not a, I was the archivist, uh, assistant archivist in the archivist before I became the director. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I would go meet with people about their collections, there was a prominent family, uh, the, the matriarch of that family. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the father had passed away, the, the, uh, had passed away and, and the mother called me, which was that this time she was the grandmother, mm-hmm. saying that uh, she wanted to donate her items to the Black Archives. Wow. Not only her items, but her husband's items and her grandfather's items. Whoa. said, the reason I want to get it to the archives is because my daughter said when I pass away... She's going to go on eBay? No, it was, it was <laughs> going to be... Like, no, even worse, she said it was going to be a smokestack following her to um, heaven because she's going to burn all of this stuff. What the... And, 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 Why would you tell someone that? That's ironic, not your joke. Ironically, <laughs> the, the daughter passed before the mother did. Whoa. God's like, you know what? You yeah. ain't burning nothing, girl. But, it, but the most important <laughs> wow. thing is we all do this. We, mm-hmm. we when, when somebody passed away in our families, we just go in and give away stuff and we throw and away the rest and it. not think about preserving mm-hmm. some of the history so that legacy can stay on. So these Knowing Your Roots workshops will talk about that. How do you preserve? How do you search? And things of that nature. I love that. Yes. And then on Thursday, February 21st to Sunday, February 25th is the 22nd annual Melton Mustafa Jazz Festival. Yes. I love him. Yes, yes. Melton Mustafa Jazz Festival mm-hmm. uh, is very important. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a project before father passed away. I'm mm-hmm. real good friends. Of course, Florida A&M, um, um, Melton Mustafa yeah. Jr. and Yaman Mustafa, they're mm-hmm. good friends of mine. I thought this was a great uh, thing that they have. And they used to have them um, on the uh, festival at the Lyric, then it moved mm-hmm. to Florida Memorial. And what I want to do is bring it back to the okay. theater. We did it about three years ago, and mm-hmm. I t- promise that we'll do our best to support it. When you want to hear real raw jazz, Hello. this is it. These are the Mustafa's workshops. The one. Exactly. The, the, we have workshops with students. Uh, he has uh, different artists that come in mm-hmm. and perform. And then on Sunday is the big band, the Melton Mustafa big band. Okay. Uh, I think it should be supported by our community because if we don't support uh, jazz, because it, we know who originated jazz. Yes, it'll it, disappear. Yeah. Exactly. Thank so you. I'm going to quickly say also Thursday, February 28th is the second annual Thurley Smith Jr. Brain, Brain Bowl, Bowl yes. from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. And we can't, we're running out of time. So okay. give the website out of where they can get tickets, find out the yes. calendar, where to do, save the dates. You can get us on IG at Lyric Theater MIA, at okay. Lyric Theater MIA. Okay. You can follow us on uh, Facebook at, at Black Archives Historic Lyric Theater, or you put Black Archives in the search bar. You can always go to our website. That's www.bahlt.org. That's B A H L T.org. That stands for Black Archives Historic Lyric Theater. Or you can always call us at 786 708 4610 or email us at baf at vault.org. I hope I got it all in. You got it all in. Again, we've been talking to the executive director of Timothy Barber, the yes. Black Archives History Historic Lyric Theater. Timothy, you fed our brains with yes. that history and Thank we you. appreciate you. We appreciate you. Make sure you spend your Black History Month with your family and just, there's so much to do. So Most much. of it is free, if not all yes, of it, it is. is free. Of it so is free. make sure you hit them up. Your girl, Super Cindy, Community Matters, 99 Jam. Thank you.